Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news. The network refused to use no doubt. Starts now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast, broadcast for March 23rd. In the year of our Lord, 2022, this is our one of two. And our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America. That is our guide. We're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we have at our fingertips? As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to the broadcast. Hope you're all doing absolutely fantastic. Archives of the broadcast available at libertyroundtable.com and lovingliberty.net. Please share the word, spread the love, if you will, and understand it's all free, but your donations are certainly welcome. It's because of you that we're on the air, and it's because of you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that we have the financial wherewithal to carry forward what we do. So your donations are more than welcome. They're absolutely vital. Thanks so much, and welcome to the broadcast. Uh, We talked about the SEC. There's a new rule they're putting together that would force firms to, quote, reveal or report on their, quote, climate toll. Yeah, the New York Times with that piece. The Biden administration is pushing its, quote, climate agenda through, quote, financial regulators. Why? Well, because they don't have the votes to pass it through Congress, that's why. And so they're going to force it on businesses everywhere. What are we talking about? Their effect on climate. Yeah, do you know how to uh, gauge what your business does to the climate? Yeah, that's the problem. So they're working on all this reporting. And, you know, hey, when Kirk Cosby stands on the street corner and sells raw honey, (laughs) or he does so via online directly to your door there, what kind of an economic impact, what kind of a... Well, climate change impact does that have? When I get on your radio, what kind of an impact does that have? Well, the truth is it's impossible to know. But yet your government is going to force that on first publicly traded companies, eventually on the rest of us, ladies and gentlemen. That's what's going on. It's a huge change that most people aren't telling you about. But be aware because it's coming like a freight train. All right, we talked about whacked out Republican Senator from the great state of Utah, Mitt Romney. He bemoaned the Biden presidency on NBC's Meet the Press, telling host Chuck Todd that things were not going well, rejecting James Carville's uh, initial analysis, saying, hey, things aren't going well this week for the president. They say Biden not only had a bad week, Romney doubled down and said Biden, uh, I mean, Romney insisted that Biden, as a matter of fact, he's had a bad year. Now, I don't really care about Joe Biden and Republican whacked out Senator Mitt Romney. But you know what? The reason that I care is because then, look, Mitt Romney trashed Trump, too. The only person that can do okay in the White House in the view of this crazy senator, Mitt Romney, that's as liberal as they come, is if he were president. Everybody else is a failure. Now, I'm not here to defend Joe, and I'm not really here to even defend Donald Trump. 
I'm here to defend the acts that they do that are good. And I'm here to stand against the acts that they do that are bad. So when Biden wants to push for this climate reporting to your government, I reject it. Because it's unconstitutional. There is no authority. It violates, um, you know, private businesses everywhere. Uh, It sets government up to be God and determine the, the climate repercussions and the do's and don'ts. Okay, but here's the deal. What has Mitt Romney done that's been good? I'll still think on that one. How about you? Well, he, uh, you know, pushed for, it was the first state to promote the gay and lesbian marriage agenda. Uh, that's when he was in Massachusetts. Uh, it was the first state that uh, created Romney care. I mean, Obamacare. Uh, yeah, the first state was this Republican state led by um, Mitt. Well, a Democrat state led by Mitt, but he was a Republican, right? That's what I'm talking about. See, what good has Mitt Romney done? I don't really see a lot of good come from the, oh, he saved the Olympics. Oh, did he now? Anyway, we go on. He carpetbagged and came to the state of Utah. What, what's that about? He circumvented the caucus process and got elected even though the people rejected him in the caucus meetings. Uh, what, what good has Mitt Romney done the great state of Utah? Put us on the shame map is about all that I see. All right, we had on uh, second hour, simulcast on TV with a Sheriff Mac show, Brady on TV. We had on our guest Ann Vandersteel of steeltruth.com doing a phenomenal job. And we talked about the trial for Cowboys for Trump. Uh, leader, guys by the name of uh, Coy Griffin, uh, that trial began, and it kind of ended, or I don't know if it ended totally, but it, it kind of ended before it began in a lot of ways. We'll talk about that in a minute. Did you, did you know, though, that Mr. Griffin is a current elected official? He's a county commissioner of Otero County, New Mexico. And so I believe they're punishing Mr. Griffin um, because he was an elected official that went to the Capitol and wanted to redress of grievances. And they're saying, how dare you traverse the election ladder uh, and then turn against the election results? Well, I believe he has every right to stand up for his concerns about elections, right? He has every right to be there. He literally did nothing wrong. But they're going to go ahead and, and, and prosecute him anyway. We'll get into that. We talked about the incredible book written by Tom Woods. We mentioned it because it's so relatable to what we were discussing. It's his book called Nullification, How to Resist Federal Tyranny, TomWoods.com. And by the way, we carry Tom Woods' podcast at LovingLiberty.net. It's not one of the shows on our lineup of radio um, because Tom Woods' podcast is of varying length, and that's really hard to put on the radio. Nevertheless, we carry many podcasts that are not just available on your radio, and they're all available at LovingLiberty.net. Spread the word. Tom Woods is one of them. Great guy. Great work by Brother Tom Woods. All right. Archives of the simulcast of Liberty Roundtable Live and the Sheriff Mac Show. Available in audio at LovingLiberty.net, LibertyRoundtable.com, and also available on TV, Brideon.com for the TV archives. All right, that's a recap of yesterday's news the network refused to use. News starts now for today. And the good news is Kurt Cobbs is with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Buenos dias. Greetings and salutations. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Thank you, Sam. You are very welcome, sir. So Joe Biden and George Bush are kind of like twins. Did you know that? Yeah, they're... 
<laughs> Joe Biden, George Bush, twins. Here's what I'm talking about, Kurt. We are at an inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. As one of, as the, uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946. And uh, since then, we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people died, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna, there's going to be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. There's going to be a new world order out there, according to George Bush of yesteryear. You remember that famous soundbite we used to play all the time, and now you've got the same soundbite, different words, a little less eloquent, a little less presidential sounding by Biden. Uh, nevertheless, though, the same agenda, Kurt. Well, it's, uh, you know, the more things change, the more things stay the same, right, Sam? I mean, uh, uh, the uh, I was looking at the uh, World Net Daily uh, lines, and every so often there's some, I think they've got an ad there that says something like, who is the dumbest U.S. president, you know what I mean? Like, you're supposed to vote, you know? And uh, so every time I, <clears throat> at least uh, one of the Bushes comes up there, pretty good quick for me uh and then uh joe biden's got to be the leading contender i i you know i mean i just can't think of anybody who, who could beat him on that you know what i mean yeah i heard that anyway i just find that interesting that really you know we act like they're so different we act like if we just put the republicans in place man we're gonna be okay you know every time we do that we get sorely disappointed um, there's a few Republicans that do a wonderful job and really stand up for the principles that we believe in. Ron Paul, Rand Paul, you know, there's several others that I could name. Uh, but for the most part, look, they're carrying the same ball. They might want, uh, you know, their own uh, playbook implemented. But in the end of the day, they really advocate for the same things through and through. George Bush wants a new world order and Joe Biden wants a new world order. Uh, now, it might have a donkey on it, Kurt, or it might have, what, an elephant on it? Isn't that their symbols? But other than that, it's really the same deal, isn't it? Yep, that's the way it seems to me, Sam. I mean, uh, you know, whether you lipstick on a pig, you know, is still a pig. You know what I mean? It's just that's the way it is, right? Yes, I just find this shocking, though. When I really look at this, I just go, and the only reason I find it shocking is because the people, uh, as we've talked about this for the last 25 years plus on the radio, used to think we were nuts when we told you there wasn't a dime of difference between the two. And when uh, Pat Buchanan said, look, they're really the left and right wings of the same bird of prey here, people. And, and we talked about that. And people thought, you know, I know what you're saying, kind of, Sam, but we still believed in our hearts there was a tremendous difference. But when we come back, the question is, do people really believe there's a difference now? You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, 
breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of Cowboys spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com Scott Bradley here. Most Americans are painfully aware that the nation is on the wrong track and in dire straits. Unfortunately, most political pundits only nibble around the edges when they claim to address the issues. Even worse, many of the so-called solutions are simply rewarmed servings of what got us into the mess we currently face. And the politicians think we're so gullible and naive that we'll buy their lies that they have reformed and now understand where they led us astray. Unfortunately, the truth of the matter is that they simply wish to continue to hold power. The solution to America's challenges is found in returning to the timeless principles found in the United States Constitution. My book and lecture series will reawaken in Americans an understanding and love of the principles which made this nation the freest, most prosperous, happiest, and most respected nation on earth. Visit to preservethenation.com and order my book and lectures to begin the restoration of this great nation. Now, what I find fascinating about this, Kurt Crosby, is that, you know what? Most of the presidents are leading by executive order now. Instead of Congress uh, being able to accomplish anything and put anything into codified reality, what you've got is just presidents making executive orders, and then the next president just comes in and overturns all the good or bad, whatever you want to say, that the other, quote, guy did that has such a horrible uh, distance, disagreement with uh, the other guy. But then when they go to funerals, they all hang out. When they, they write advice letters to each other, they play pranks on each other. Remember, they took all the W's off the keyboard when Barack left, or, or not Barack, when Clinton left. And then, you know, Bush took Joe, I'm sorry, W took um, his place, and there was no W's. That could, so they play pranks on each other. They hang out at funerals together. They really advocate for the same things, but yet they're so different. But yet they're just really overturning. I mean, all Joe Biden's accomplished is to dismantle all that Donald Trump did uh, by executive order. Um, We've got to get a handle on this because the checks and balances don't seem to be working, Kurt. Well, you know, you've at least me, it seems like you've got to go back to the original, uh, I guess you could say, problem. And that is uh, our country our constitution our everything that we've got set up only for a well righteous and moral people Uh, it's just not gonna work for anything else and that's the main problem Uh, isn't it sam i think that is the problem and and i think that's the whole uh you know issue that i'm pointing out here is that folks it isn't a republican democrat discussion both parties are private right what this is about is following the law and using the checks and balances that made America great in the first place. 
Uh, and I think that's what we need to really try to do. Now, Donald Trump tried to do a lot of that, in my opinion, but his own party literally sold him out. An example is, hey, he set the standard and said, look, let's get rid of Obamacare, for example. And then he asked Congress to do it. Congress voted a gazillion times beforehand that they would do it, do it, do it, do it. Then when they got the chance, they really didn't get it done. So then President Trump at the time was left to do his very best by executive order, trying to dismantle it or gut it the best he could so that Americans wouldn't be on the chopping block under the scrutiny of the IRS over it. All I'm telling you is Donald Trump did his best in that case, but his own party betrayed him or else we would have jettisoned Obamacare. And this is what I'm talking about, Kurt. Sorry, I didn't push the button right. Um, no you know, you you were exactly right, Sam. I mean, you've uh, if only um, more people could understand it like you do. But it's uh, I mean, you've you've uh, been taught over the years. Uh, you know, we both have uh, by so many good guests and uh, leaders, uh, whether it's Jerry Hughes or so many that have. Um, trained us uh, ron paul you know and then the fantastic guests that have been uh, willing to be with us so many times they've they've taught us you know and and like you say uh, uh america is uh, well it's so important it's not just important for america but it's you know freedoms and liberties that we have that we hold sacred that we try to stand up for daily are so vital to the world. And I got a, I've got got an interesting question for you to ponder and, and maybe comment on, Kurt, and that's this. You know, Trump's legacy, uh, in my opinion, at least if you're a conservative, has some real value to it and some real sadness to it. Sadness because, as I mentioned, a lot of that Trump tried to accomplish, his party betrayed him. And a lot of it, sadly, to even get it on the books, he had to do by executive order. So the land decrease in Utah. He decreased the government control of land, Escalante Monument, etc. to make the point. Well, then Biden just comes back and does the same thing and overturns um, President Donald Trump on that. Uh, but see, Congress could have doubled down and really made a difference. But again, they failed. And so President Trump doing his best, but he's only one man. And unless we uh, back the checks and balances in America, there's only so much one man can do. So with that setting the stage, here's the question. Just imagine what Trump's legacy could have been had his party, number one, obeyed their own platform, Kurt, and number two, backed Trump in the things that he tried to accomplish, which are the things that the Republicans claim they want to do all the time anyway. Okay? We could have had a real, uh, you know, protection of our border. I mean, immigration was like half of what it is under Biden now. It's out of control. Okay, we would... Pro-life would be the order of the day. President Trump did all that he could for pro-life, given circumstances. Now, some say, oh, he could have just abolished abortion or he could have done this or that. Look, there's only so far a president could do. He already got pushed to, uh, in my opinion, unconstitutionally impeach him uh, because they lied and put false evidence in it for Trump. Okay, so how far can he go? It's debatable. Remember, the president has checks and balances, folks. But the point is, what would Trump's legacy be like? Kurt, if his own party had backed him and if they had obeyed their own platform and if they had done or kept the promises they made to us, just imagine what it could have looked like. Well, yeah, you're exactly right. Uh, we've been pretty much uh, singing that tune forever. Uh, you know, when we learned that, uh, 
you know, what the Republican platform was. I mean, I, I used to be a, an election judge. I mean, I, I remember in the early days, uh, first time I put up a sign on my lawn, uh, you know, a close uh, relative of mine said, somebody put a sign on your lawn, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> and, uh, of course now, you know, when you see what we do, uh, you know, people are like, they pull over real quick. They see all the flags and the signs and stuff and they pull over and they go, man, I don't know what you're selling, but I got to buy something, you know? Uh, but the bottom line is, uh, you know, if, if those Republican especially the insiders, you know, I'm talking about the McConnells, the Boehners, the, you know, uh, I mean, what's the one from California now that will be the so-called next uh, Speaker of the House? McCarthy. Uh, is that right? McCarthy, yeah, good old I Kevin. Yes, sir. That's right. Uh, so many of them, when you find out <clears throat> behind the scenes what they're doing, you just think, you know, like, like for example, one of the biggest things is uh, I got buddies of mine that'll say, man, I hate getting all these letters from President Trump asking me for cash. And, and I'm like, you're not getting letters from President Trump. You're getting letters from people who use his name uh, to try to get you to send him money. But he's told them over and over to just quit doing that, but they don't do it. And uh, that's what we see so many times in these uh, real, oh, I don't know, snake politicians, you know, that would just eat you alive. Uh, you know, they're not the Ron Paul-esque kind of guys. And, uh, you know, we need to get rid of them. We've been talking about that for years of draining the swamp and, you know, cleaning out Washington, D.C. and every other bureaucrat that's, you know, not doing what they should be doing. And, uh, man, it's just there's a lot of work to be done, isn't there, Sam? Yeah, I say the party's over. You and I have talked about that a lot of times, but I think it's time to uh, ratchet up that effort and discussion. Um, maybe you ought to become an owner, not a donor of the Republican Party, Kurt. Well, that's one thing I thought was uh, kind of interesting, Sam. Uh, you know, we've seen this also. This There's a group, um, I think they call it Precinct. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to remember the exact name. But, you know, the bottom line is. So this thing, these... Kurt, uh, the guy's name is Dan Schultz, I think is how you say yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, it's called PrecinctStrategy.com. And this is what I've been talking about and pushing on for a long time. Look. For us just to have the Texas Attorney General sue the government and lose and go, oh, we're stopped, and then have Sidney Powell go ahead and sue, and they ignore her and say she doesn't have standing. Then they try to attack her, and then they lose. I appreciate Sidney Powell and all those efforts. But ladies yep. and gentlemen, we need to bring it back to the core. They've literally used vote by mail to circumvent all the precincts. Do you know how many precincts are in America, Kurt? I don't. There's I don't have an exact number, but I know it's well over 100,000. So, by the way, this precinct idea by Dan, Kurt, or this precinct mm -hmm. focus strategy is the answer, sir. It is the way we need to solve the problems, and I'll tell you why. Because it's the most local level of government we have. 
It's closest to the people. It's smallest in jurisdictional reality. And it's where we can know the people. They're your neighbors. They're your people. And you can work through this. And whether you agree or disagree with maybe every viewpoint of every neighbor isn't important. The fact is, though, you can know, hey, these people are honest. Or you can vet this. Or you can push for answers. Just imagine if instead of a Sidney Powell lawsuit that the government just mocked shamefully as it is. She's still doing a great job, and she's still fighting, and we commend her for her efforts. Don't get me wrong, but we should be having 100,000-plus lawsuits in every single precinct challenging the elections. We're going to get back and talk about this because I think this strategy uh, that Dan's got going on here is worthy of our discussion and more. Why? Because it's solutions-oriented, and it jettisons party and stands for honest elections. Kirk Crosby and Sam Bushman in seconds on your radio. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden's nominee for the Supreme Court, Ketanji Brown-Jackson, on Tuesday was questioned on her issues ranging from light sentences for child pornography defendants to her representation of Guantanamo Bay inmates to alleged acts of judicial activism. Judge Jackson on critical race theory. That uh, slide does not show the entire laundry list of different uh, academic disciplines that I said um, relate to sentencing policy. But none of that relates to what I do as a judge. One of the two black boxes containing data from Monday's China Eastern Airlines plane crash has been found. The black boxes are the technical equipment on planes that reveal reasons for the crash. China's state media said the box was found to be heavily damaged, noting that it was not immediately clear whether it was the one that recorded flight data or cockpit communications with air traffic controllers. USA Radio News. Have you or someone you know used heartburn medications Zantac or Ranitidine and been diagnosed with cancer? Zantac and Ranitidine have been positively linked to cancer. According to the FDA, Zantac and Ranitidine contain NDMA, a known cancer-causing agent. NDMA has been positively linked to cancers of the bladder, pancreas, esophagus, liver, and stomach. Even in single doses and in smaller doses over time, NDMA is one of the strongest proven cancer-causing agents. Call 888-960-1233 or go to ZantacMoney.com. You may be entitled to substantial compensation without going to court if you or a loved one have taken these products in the past 10 years and been diagnosed with cancer. Call now to see if you qualify for free. Call 888-960-1233 or visit ZantacMoney.com to get what may be owed to you. You may be entitled to a cash reward. Find out now at ZantacMoney.com or call 888-960-1233 to see if you qualify for free. Poland's Interior Minister Kaminsky has said the European Union member had expelled 45 Russian spies pretending to be diplomats. Kaminsky tweeted, quote, We are dismantling the Russian Special Services Network in our country, end quote. The Russian ambassador to Poland, Andreev, confirmed the expulsions, telling reporters that the individuals concerned had been given five days to leave Poland. 
The National Football League has given the green light for paying players using new currency technologies. The NFL is allowing teams to look into deals with blockchain and NFT companies. After it evaluated the technology, the league saying it will allow promotional relationships without undertaking excessive regulator or brand risk. The NFL said teams and the league must proceed carefully because of evolving regulations related to the technology. Advertising for NFTs and NFT companies are not allowed to use team marks and logos. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. PrecinctStrategy.com, ladies and gentlemen. I believe that these are the solutions we should be focusing on. And what I love about it is, hey, uh, I know the precincts are broken down into Republican and Democrat. I get all that um, for voting. But I also get that, you know what, the precinct is the most local uh, form of government we have. The closest to the people, the smallest jurisdictionally. Um, In my mind, constitutionally speaking, this is the top of government. I know we always believe Washington, D.C. is the top. And then, hey, the closer it gets to the people, the lower in government it is but see i think that's the lie as well i think the left-right paradigm of republican democrat is a lie uh, and a deception but i also think this idea that washington's in charge and the local doesn't matter i believe it's exactly the opposite kurt and that's why kurt cosby's with me localhoneyman.com that's why kurt i believe that this strategy is so focused so brilliant so spot on kurt well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. And, uh, you know, we've seen um, kind of a recent deal on this. Apparently there was a, you know, when it first kind of jumped out here, uh, some of the guys pushing it, you know, besides us would be, uh, uh, I guess the guys there at War Room, um, you know, Steve Bannon and others of, uh, you know, he's been around for quite some time he was in the early days of the trump administration and you can kind of tell what he's like when he uh, gets all this opposition and they try to put him in prison and all that kind of stuff uh but uh you know he's basically he follows uh kind of what you've uh suggested for so many uh, years where he you know if you go to his site you can see uh, the notes of the day, you know, just like you can when you, you know, look at uh, libertyroundtable.com. You can, you know, if you don't have time to listen to the whole thing, you can see that. And apparently, um, President Trump promoted this idea of the precinct strategy thing big time just recently, uh, Sam. And I, well, Trump I kinda, is right. And so is my, uh, Dan. And so is uh, War Room. And all these guys are right. Yeah, I might have missed it when President Trump did it because most people uh, don't get given uh, everything he has to say like they do with uh, McConnell and, uh, you know, everybody else that gets on the standard, you know, mainstream or lamestream media, as our buddy Lowell calls it. Um, But um, apparently uh, in Arizona, Sam, the, the state tried to basically say that that was illegal and they were going to just kind of jump past that or they were going to uh, have no more precinct voting. They were just going to, you know, 
outlaw that kind of whole thing in a bit. Uh, apparently, according to Kelly Ward, who is, I think, the uh, Republican uh, chairwoman, I don't know if you call her that, or chairman, in, in Arizona, uh, she basically said that the uh, court has said, hey, that's not going to fly here. Uh, and so that's some of the good news lately in uh, Dan Schultz there at uh, Precinct, uh, what's it called again? PrecinctStrategy.com. Um, you know, it, and that's right. it's basically uh, back in the saddle there and uh, working hard all across the country. You know, uh, as you said, neither one of us are... <sighs> what would you say, uh, have a lot of love for the Republican Party. Uh, but if you if you basically get rid of, you know, the Mitt Romneyites and all that kind of thing, and you, you put in good America first, you know, people, then, hey, uh, that would follow the Republican platform, et cetera. I mean, we'd be all for that, right? Absolutely. Now, here's what they say about this that I think is really critical to, to hammer home your point, Kurt. The big victory in Arizona, where a judge has thrown out as unconstitutional the emergency legislation that did away with precinct committee elections. Okay, so they tried to do away with them like an emergency or whatever. And the judge said, oh, no, you don't. Hold on now. And if you go to this precinctstrategy.com website that Dan um, runs here, it says small numbers, big change. And that, I think, is really the takeaway from this, Kurt, is you got to understand the system. And that's what he focuses on is understanding the system, folks. Right? Supposedly, the GOP legislature passed the bill without even knowing what they were doing. Well, all that ends well, or all that uh, you know ends well here is the key. But I look at that thing and I go, "Wow, you know what? This is a start, Kurt, to the real solution." Because if people are trained to go back to their precincts, people are trained to become delegates, people are trained to be precinct leaders. This is where the answers lie. Because again, if I've gotten my precinct, just say a thousand votes. I've got this small number of votes now that I can literally dig into, that I can recount, that I can create transparency about, that I might get my local sheriff or my local DA or my county commission members involved in, or my you know precinct leaders to um, double down on. There's what, that's where we need to fight this battle. We don't need to just pretend it's all in Washington up there with the courts. And my golly, the Supreme Court rejected it and said there was no standing. I guess we're done now. No, no, no. We need to fight this at every level of the proper role of government we have, wisely given by our founders. And these same precincts, Kurt, are what relates to these, uh, to this process of what is it called in Utah? You got the, um, the debates back and forth that take place, these committees that vet candidates. What's that called? Hmm. Well, the... When the insiders do it or when the good no, when, normal when the people, people do it? Do it. It's, it's a, um, they tried to so circumvent got, this in Utah. Yeah, they've got the little precinct meetings, and then they have the county conventions, and then they have the yeah, state the conventions. Yeah, the is what I'm talking about. Oh, that's right. So the caucuses, precinct meetings, yeah, and then you've got yeah. the caucuses. See, this is what I mean. That's they've right. tried to gut the caucuses. They've tried that's to gut right. the precincts. 
got the precincts by just doing mail voting and then skip it all. It's just kind of a general state mail-in voting thing, right? Now all the precincts are gone. You go ahead and circumvent the caucuses to where, hey, Mitt Romney and others can just put in big money. See, we can't let them supplant or jettison or violate this check and balance. This is the most local, which means the highest authority in government, Kurt. That's the part I'm trying to really spend time on and drive home here. Well, and like he, like he says there at uh, precinctstrategy.com, he says, become an owner, not a donor. So many people, you know, we they just want us to send in money, and then they just want to do it themselves. But uh, when you participate and uh, follow this, um, I found that quote from uh, President Trump about it, uh, I guess it was the 27th of February this year, talking about this precinct strategy. He said the precinct strategy, as explained by Dan Schultz at www.precinctstrategy.com, is a great way to restore our republic by transforming our party, currently at less than half strength at the precinct level, into a full strength, get out the vote powerhouse as it should be. Make America great again. So that's... I couldn't agree more. Yeah, he's he's right on. Target. I really I couldn't and agree more. Like, Check this out. Like, Kurt. hold on, see if yeah, this works. Okay. Well, um, they've got a promotional video. That's one minute, and I clicked on it to watch it, but now it just wants me to subscribe. So let me work on it. That's the problem with trying to do live radio. Sorry, I should have um, embedded this thing, but well, that's okay. Uh, one other thing you mentioned you mentioned Mitt Romney, uh, the bane of you know our state, and we always feel like re- uh, apologizing to anybody else, uh, you know, for what we've done here. But uh, we did our best to not not bring him to you. Uh, but, you know, as you said, uh, he carpet bagged here to Utah and then uh, got in. And I would call it, you know, the old phrase is by hook or by crook. And in my opinion, by crook. Uh, uh, and the way he did it, uh, circumventing the normal precinct things as they passed, uh, things said that uh, you could just gather signatures instead of getting the uh precinct chairman and people like that your local representatives to vote for them they could pass this other get on the ballot this other way and that's how he beat um who i think would have been a great senator and that is uh, mike kennedy um you know he's he's my local state senator now um i mean imagine a a real good kennedy in the senate man that would have been amazing, I think. Uh, well, so, and, and there you, know. you have it. That's why these strategies are so important, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why the mainstream press just doesn't want to talk about them because they know that if you and I uh, really use the true power of the ballot box, one of our most important, fundamental, God-given responsibilities, we could change the game with very little numbers of involved God-fearing Americans. Kurt Crosby in seconds. Okay, girls, about finished with your lesson on money. Daddy, what is a buy-sell spread for gold coins? 
Well, when you sell a gold coin to a coin shop that's worth, say, $1,200, you don't actually get $1,200. But don't worry, we're members of UPMA now, so we don't have to worry about that. Daddy, what if somebody steals our gold? We don't have any gold at the house. It's stored safely in the UPMA vault, securely and insured. But the S&P 500 outperformed gold. Daddy, gold is a bad investment. Some people do think of it that way, but actually, gold is money. And as members of the United Precious Metals Association, we can use our gold at any store, just like a credit card. Or I can ask them to drop it right into Mommy and Daddy's bank account, because we're a UPMA member family. Find out more at upma.org. That's upma.org. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at freedomfactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. Freedomfactor.org. Have you ever had great honey? No, I mean really good, all-natural, raw honey? Well, now you can, thanks to localhoneyman.com. We can ship out our locally made honey all across the U.S. So don't worry, you won't miss out. Plus, Local Honey Man has so many different flavors, like Utah Wildflower, High Desert Delight, Happy Valley, and Blackberry, just to name a few. So purchase your delicious raw honey today at localhoneyman.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, precinct strategy is one of the great solutions in America today. Trump's doubling down on it. I'm doubling down on it because that's what I said right at the start when everybody launched all these lawsuits. I said, listen, why don't we go to the precinct level and demand accountability, demand transparency, demand vote recounts and say, listen, uh, well, you got a problem when you go to your <clears throat> precinct because they weren't involved in the elections there. Now, how can they certify it? It just... um Skipped all that and did vote by mail. Oh, because of the COVID, you got to do that. Well, we need to create accountability. I'm telling you, Americans need to get involved at every level here. I appreciate Sidney Powell uh, and Lynn Wood and many others standing up, but the courts are just so brazen, so belligerent, uh, so activist from the bench that we didn't have any, well, we couldn't even get a redress of grievance. They just literally wouldn't even discuss the cases. I mean, how's Sydney going to win if she claims she has evidence and they won't even review the evidence? How are you going to win with that? Well, we're not going to look at the evidence. Well, then I guess evidence doesn't matter if you're that corrupt, that dishonest, that criminal, right? Uh, but if we took it on at every single precinct, it would add mojo to the incredible work Sydney Powell and Lynn Woods and many others have been doing uh, over the last quite a while. And it's hard to keep up on everything they're doing because the blackout of the media it's very difficult to know what Donald Trump's saying and doing. It's very difficult to know what Sidney Powell and Lynn Woods and many others are doing. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the great answers. Now, I'm going to switch gears slightly, but make the same point. We are being chopped off at the knees with everything. So how do you circumvent elections? You just do mail-in voting and skip all the precincts. How do you go ahead and, well, you just circumvent the caucuses. Uh, pretty soon they'll want to circumvent primaries and just have general elections. You know, it's hard because I don't really support parties and primaries in the first place, but I also don't want them to dismantle and take everything to a democracy. 
That's the problem. Our constitutional republic is designed with checks and balances, with these different levels of of authority, these different uh, checks on one another. But here's the deal. Not only did they get a big victory in Arizona, which is tremendous, the mainstream press isn't telling you about it, but now a federal judge convicted Coy Griffin. This is the guy that's the founders for Cowboys for Trump, Kurt, of, quote, illegally entering restricted U.S. capital grounds. But they acquitted him of engaging in disorderly conduct. Now, it took one day for that to happen, Kurt. They say, well, we know that it was obvious that he uh, entered the restricted space. He had to cross several barriers and boundaries to get there, da-da-da-da-da. So we know he's guilty, but he didn't really do anything wrong once he got in there. He just kind of went in there, and he shouldn't have gone. Um, we're going to convict him, but possibly a year in jail. Uh, they're going to find that out in June. Okay, that's the story. But here, in my opinion, is the real takeaway that I'm hoping you can respond to on this, Kurt. Here's the headline. U.S. District Court Judge. Guy's name is Trevor McFadden. That's the judge. They say he heard one day of testimony without a jury on Monday before handing down his verdict. So now, Kurt, we take this guy and we just simply convict him without even a jury of his peers on the national level for doing what? Well, he entered a space he shouldn't, but he didn't do anything wrong when he went there. He just went there, and he shouldn't have went there. But he didn't. So we're going to dismiss this charge of he was like insurrection. We're going to dismiss this charge of the disorderly conduct. But he shouldn't have been in that space, and he knew it. And so, therefore, he's going to get a year in prison. No jury. The judge is just going to hand it down. See, now we're circumventing juries, Kurt. Well, that's a great point, Sam. And, uh, you know, as you said, this, uh, how do you say a guy's first name? Cooey? Coy? Coy? Griffin? Anyway, yeah, I'm right. not Coy sure. Griffin. Correct. Uh-huh. It, it's, you know, C-O-U-Y. I've yeah, just I never seen Coy. that. But uh, but anyway, uh, uh, I think one of the, and you mentioned Sidney Powell, uh, who, as far as I understand, is, uh, you know, basically running that uh, whole um what is it? The defense for uh, Coy Griffin. And, uh, you know, I was looking at some of uh, what she had to say on it, uh, you know, there. And it's amazing to see how, uh, like you said, uh, you know, people like, oh, well, I mean, we've talked about it for more and more times. Uh, people like Joe Biden and uh, Hunter and uh, Hillary, and Obama and others uh, who have, uh, you know, committed uh, crimes against the republic, uh, you know, they go free, and uh, you know, um, Bill Clinton, that's, etc. And then guys like uh, Coy Griffin uh, show up to the uh, Capitol to uh, uh, peacefully, uh, you know, uh, basically participate in the republic, and then they're, uh, you know, going to go to jail. They're right? barbecued. Now listen to this because the details are interesting. Not only did he not get a jury of his peers, the court judge just simply listened to testimony and convicted without even a jury. But they say this, and here's what I find fascinating how they frame this thing. Ready? They say a key question in Griffin's case is whether he entered a restricted area outside the Capitol. 
So now he's not even in the Capitol, Kurt. He's outside the Capitol, but he entered a restricted area. And they say then while Mike Pence was still present on Capitol grounds. So now they're going to take this guy, Coy, who's really a Republican, and they're going to say, you're not allowed to be in this restricted area outside the Capitol while Mike Pence is still on Capitol grounds. They say it's a prerequisite for the U.S. Secret Service to invoke access restrictions. Now, in the court filing, prosecutors called Griffin. Listen to this. They called him an inflammatory provocateur and fabulous who engages in racist, invective, and prepons baseless conspiracy theories. You see? That's who this guy is. And they go on and on and on with this kind of stuff where he's just this racist, uh, inflammatory, racist, conspiracy theory, including this idea that, hey, communist China stole the 2020 presidential election. Now, I don't know if Koi believes that or not, but it doesn't matter who he believes stole the election. I believe they stole the election a gazillion ways. I believe uh, in every county there was different details to the stealing. I don't believe it was the same across the country. In some places, they literally scanned in bogus ballots. In some places, they literally destroyed ballots. In other places, they just did mail in and skipped everything, precinct-wise and everything else. In other cases, they... Okay, but there's a lot of things that were done. Uh, and that's why it's a little bit so hard to prove because every situation is slightly different. The question is, where do they get the marching orders for such coordination on this? That ought to be investigated. But so now they say this Koi guy doesn't even get a jury. In court, he's just a conspiracy nut and no jury for you. But at the end of the day, I go, wow. So it's because we got to protect Mike Pence. And Coy, you know, he went into this restricted place, not even in the Capitol. He didn't even go in the Capitol, Kurt. And this, but he was in this restricted place. So because of Mike Pence now, this Republican can't. And I'm going, what the heck is going on, Kurt? Well, and, and this goes right along with uh, our buddy Stuart Rhodes' uh, situation, I think, Sam. Uh, you know, you've got um, uh, the folks at Defending the Republic uh, also standing up, and uh, I'm looking at a 41-page, uh, I guess they call it a brief in support of pretrial release uh, for Stuart Rhodes. Uh, you know, so many of these, uh, I mean, uh, situations, they're just... I mean, they're topsy-turvy. Uh, you mentioned that Coy um, Griffin without a, um, well, without a jury. Uh, that's not America, Sam, and uh, neither is it uh, to have, uh, you know, uh, people that are um, gathering peacefully to uh, protest uh, to basically say, hey, man, you guys are in the slammer and we're just going to throw away the key. And that's what so many of these uh, January 6th uh, individuals are dealing with, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it is shocking because how are we allowing this to happen? They literally say this guy did not, what, disrupt the public or whatever. He was not involved in a... Um, well, so he illegally entered the area. 
but he did not engage in disorderly conduct. But yet a year in jail, Kurt, because the guy went into a well, place he shouldn't have went in because we got to protect Mike Pence. Yeah, and that's that's what? the whole key, Sam, is, uh, you know, I mean, uh, they can make things illegal that are would be, at least in my opinion, it's unconstitutional um, laws. It's not. It's not right. Uh, I mean, you know, and we've seen the uh, videos of basically the Secret Service and these other individuals that I think were basically trying to set up any of these individuals um, that basically welcomed them in, you know, and uh, good good people who feel like they were participating in America. They, you know, they just walked right in and they didn't break windows or do stuff like that. And yet, um, you know, uh, nope, the standard had Kurt media with the insurrectionists, they might have just let them all go. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, if they were the Antifa guys or whatever, they can burn down cities and stuff. But uh, yeah, no these guys problem. show it's up. Like the mayor will help you along and give you the keys and stuff. Great point. Yeah, great point. You're right on target. I mean, it is insanity, ladies and gentlemen. I don't even know how to respond to a lot of this because I never really thought I'd see a lot of this in my lifetime, Kurt. I really, yeah. I I, I don't know. That's I, a I don't, great I don't point. know really how to go about. You know, this you and deal with you it see people in prison that should be out, and the people that are out should be in. You know, it's just, um, well, it's up is down and down is up, kind of the same old, you know, thing, right? Yes. Now, at least a little bit of good news, I guess. Uh, the whole Stormy Daniels thing is uh, some judges said, hey, she's got to pay uh, President Trump's legal expenses of like 300000 Um And uh, according to World Net Daily, um, you know, he says that he never um, did what she said he did, and that was, uh, you know, sleep with her. Uh, he says he never did. Um, he says, now all I've got to do is wait for the money she owes me. Uh, but she says, uh, I'll go to jail before I pay a penny. So anyway, uh, that saga continues. Hey, do you uh, think she'll be going to jail, you know, Kurt? I don't think so, Sam. I mean, if you, if you <laughs> I mean, there's too many guys like Coy Griffin and, uh, you know, Stuart Rhodes that are in there. There's no room for somebody like, uh. Stormy Daniels, right? Sad tale. True as it gets. Hour one in the can. Hour two coming up. Kurt Crosby. Man, um, they got a new way to deal with you when you die, Kurt. We'll talk about that next hour, too. You're going to love it. Colorado's on it, buddy. You can go ahead and just help the earth. Die green, baby, is the idea. We'll talk about it in seconds. Thanks for being alongside for the ride for Kurt Crosby. Localhoneyman.com. You want to get raw honey delivered directly to your door, 801-669-2211. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. God save the Republic of the United States of America.
Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for March 23rd in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our two of two. And, man, have we got a lot to talk about. Mr. Kirk Cosby's with me. Discussions of all things liberty, localhoneyman.com. Last hour we talked about Biden wants the U.S. to lead the New World Order just like George W. Bush did. Wow, the swamps sure on the same page, aren't they? George and Joe on the same team, yeah. And we talked about becoming an owner, not a donor. We talked about, hey, you know what? You got to understand that we need a precinct strategy in place. Dan Schultz does a phenomenal job with precinctstrategy.com. And we talked about the big victory in Arizona where they literally jettisoned this idea. It's unconstitutional for emergency legislation that does away with precincts, folks. You can't just dismantle uh, parts of government, the most important, closest to the people part of government, in my humble view. Now, Donald Trump, February 27th, 2022, really doubled down and talked about the precinct strategy. He says, as explained by Dan Schultz, uh, at the precinct, it's a great way to restore our republic by transforming our party currently at less than half strength at the precinct level into a full strength powerhouse get out the vote powerhouse like it should be well donald trump's exactly right and so is dan we also talked about this federal judge convicted coy griffin literally of illegally entering a restricted space outside the capitol but they dismissed disorderly conduct. He did nothing wrong. He was just outside the Capitol, but in a space he shouldn't have been in. Uh, and you got to really double down on that and convict because, man, Mike Pence was inside the building there. He was on the grounds, you know, and so you got to protect Mike, protect Mike Pence from Coy. Both Mike Pence and Coy are elected officials, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know that they're got to be protected from one another. They're of the same party, are they not? U.S. District Court judge whacked out Trevor McFadden. Literally heard one day of testimony without a jury and then just convicted. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what I mean. When they dismantle juries, when they dismantle precincts, when they dismantle caucuses, when they, I mean, it's crazy town. Anyway, enough of that, but man, we've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, don't let them jettison the checks and balances that not only made America great once, but they're also the peaceful solution at our fingertips if we use our greater numbers to insist on them. All right, enough of that, but that was last hour. Great radio with Kurt Crosby. Kurt's with me now. Here's the headline on this one, Kurt. Their body was turned into soil. Yeah, they're spreading Colorado's first legally composted human remains laid to rest Kurt yeah they say less than a year after natural reduction or human composting was legalized in Colorado now the state literally has um, 
they call it laid to rest, but what they really do is they just like put it in a spreader like manure or something like that, you know. Uh, and they, the law allows people now to choose. You can just go ahead and choose this to have your body turned into soil, Kurt, after you die. And they say um, this is really cool because it's said to be more sustainable than a traditional burial or even cremation. NBC News reports on this thing. And I go, wow. The anonymous person's remains were put into a, quote, chamber at the natural funeral six months ago. Along with the wood chips, Kurt, alfalfa straw, and microbial, uh, I don't even understand this. Anyway, this microbial stuff that's supposed to just disintegrate the body, I guess. Um, yeah, so it then, breaks this it chamber down. You just know? rots the body in six months. It's like a speeding up process, this microbial whatever deal. And then they say, hey, it's all cool. It's inert now. It's just a pile of dirt. And you can go ahead and just take this. It's like a pickup full of dirt. And you just go ahead and just dump that out in the yard, buddy, or dump that out somewhere. They call it a natural digestion and conversion process. Takes six months, and it ends up with about a pickup truck of soil. Hey. It's awesome. You just return to your dirt, Kurt. What do you think? Well, it's the ultimate recycling program, isn't it, Sam? I mean, uh, you know, you just, uh, I mean, that's what we're told. Uh, we dust we come from dust and we're getting back there i guess but uh you know it is kind of strange to me these same people that seem to be so in love with mother earth and all that kind of stuff man you know they 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 love you know i mean they want to protect a puppy or a cat or whatever like that but the same ones man i mean they're just rabid when it comes to killing babies yeah, and they won't let go of that either. They're so concerned about everybody over there in uh, the Ukraine. What about our babies at home, ladies and gentlemen? See, this is where Donald Trump tried to really make a difference. He was the first president to really up the ante on pro-life, and I commend him for it. But where was the Republican Party to back the president in the whole purpose of government to protect life, Kurt? They were literally nowhere to be found. They didn't do anything, Kurt. Exactly. I mean, it was like... Uh crickets uh from whether it was who was the uh um speaker of the house ryan paul ryan uh when he was in there you know uh in the early part of the trump presidency and and then uh, you know you watch him and he just basically moves over to be a, one of the big shots at fox news and you know you see these insiders they just they just run things i mean if you want a kind of a textbook deal about how this whole thing works just watch the old movie mr smith goes to washington and you'll see how these uh insider boys behind the scenes basically run it back then in a black and white movie uh, with jimmy stewart and if you think it's any different or has gotten any better since then i well i think you're up in the night right sam no no question. Anyway, I just look at this remains thing, and I guess Oregon's going to go ahead and do this too, Kurt. You know, so you got to just die in the right state if you want to just become a pickup full of dirt, you know. 
I just look at this and I just go, man, I don't know, Kurt. I'm more, uh, I'm more the kind of guy that when you pass away, I think it's a sacred transition between this current mortality to immortality where you meet your maker. And I kind of believe that, you know, uh, it's important to have appropriate funerals and uh, appropriate laying someone to rest and this kind of stuff where you kind of have a marker, a place of remembrance. That's what we've done to all the veterans uh, of different wars and stuff. That's what in Washington, D.C., you go to these different, uh, you know, memorials and cemeteries and such like that to, you know, humbly express gratitude for those who have suffered and died before us and set forth a legacy and everything. And I think when you just go ahead and turn me into a pickup truck full of dirt and dump me somewhere, I'm never remembered again the sacrifice that I may have made for my country or the whatever I've done in my life, you know, raised a great family or, you know, it's not that one job or one responsibility is more important than another, but it's that I believe that this is kind of a sacred thing Kurt, we're tampering with here. Well, I mean, uh, Sam, we believe that life is sacred uh, from, you know, the womb to the tomb. And uh, I mean, uh, so many of these um, so-called, um, well, leaders, if you will, uh, will basically act like they defend life. But when you watch their actions, um, I mean, I'll bet you these two states are both uh, rabidly for um, the promote abortion, Sam, and killing of babies, don't they? I hear that. Absolutely. All right. A coalition of a dozen Oregon business groups filed a legal challenge against the state's aggressive climate stance and plans forcing a 90% reduction in greenhouse emissions. The groups filed the petition for judicial review saying, hey, you know, we got to do this. They filed it in the Court of Appeals, but they're asking the court to consider whether the state's Department of Environmental Quality overstepped its authority when it laid out these climate regulations, Kurt, that are hurting the businesses there. Um, anyway, it's a it's a huge issue. The agency unveiled its, uh, I'm going to just call it a so-called climate protection program, CPP, to dramatically reduce greenhouse gas emissions over the next 30 years. Now, the coalition fighting the appeal represents a broad spectrum of business owners of Oregon employers who are united in believing that the government has overstepped its authority in this. Anyway, it goes on and on. They don't have the authority to implement this policy, but this is what they're doing all over the country. And your remains, die green, if you will, is only part of it. Hang tight, Liberty Roundtable Live.
Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. Why don't we say to the government writ large that they have to spend a little bit less? Anybody ever had less money this year than you had last? Anybody better have a 1% pay cut? You deal with it. That's what government needs, a 1% pay cut. If you take a 1% pay cut across the board, you have more than enough money to actually pay for the disaster relief. But nobody's going to do that because they're fiscally irresponsible. Who are they? Republicans. Who are they? Democrats. Who are they? Virtually the whole body is careless and reckless with your money. So the money will not be offset by cuts anywhere. The money will be added to the debt, and there will be a day of reckoning. What's the day of reckoning? The day of reckoning may well be the collapse of the stock market. The day of reckoning may be the collapse of the dollar. When it comes, I can't tell you exactly, but I can tell you it has happened repeatedly in history when countries ruin their currency. All right, live and on your radio, Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby, hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. So these business group owners are saying, look, man, you cannot just lock us down over this environment. And now what they're saying, Kurt, is we don't need lockdowns because of COVID anymore. Well, we might. Just just know that Fauci's hanging out there. We might. Uh, um, but we really need the lockdowns because, man, the environment is going to melt down. This is so critical that the environment is just going to melt down. And so now these Oregon business guys are going, whoa, you guys have gone way, 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 way too far. But there's also another headline that relates to this called OK Doomer. OK Doomer. Elena Wood is well aware that planetarily speaking, things aren't looking so great, Kurt. She's read the dark climate reports. She's tracked cataclysmic weather events. And she's gone through more than a few dark nights of the soul. She's also part of a growing cadre of people, many of them young, who are fighting what's called climate doomism. That's the notion that it's too late to turn things around. They believe that focusing solely on terrible climate news can sow dread and paralysis foster inaction, and become a, quote, self-fulfilling prophecy. With the war in the Ukraine prompting a big push for a ramped-up production of fossil fuels, they say it's ever more pressing to concentrate on all the good climate work, especially locally, that's being done right now. 
People are almost tired of hearing how bad it is. And um, it goes on and on. The narrative needs to move on to solutions, she says. She communicates all of her messaging on TikTok, Kurt, the most prolific social media platform going currently. We got stalled climate legislation in Congress, along with the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. We've got an environmental crisis. We can't stay in climate doom, Kurt. We've got to move forward and go green. All right. Anyway, they go on and on with this. And uh, basically, they're just saying that, you know what? You better get aboard right now, Kurt. You're either a denier or you're a doomer. And neither are going to work in our going forward new world order, Kurt. Well, you're exactly right, Sam, and um, you know you're you're um, well. You're broaching here on an area where you know you you don't use logic when it comes to this whole Earth uh, thing. Uh, you know you you have to just uh, believe, Sam. You have to have faith that these uh, climate well ministers, if you will, um, well they're they're uh, gonna. They would never lead you astray about these things, Sam. I mean, uh, they love the earth. I mean, they have a blue trash can. I mean, they're they're um, they're saviors of the planet, aren't they? Yes, and this is kind of the problem. So you got the two groups that are too extreme, Kurt. You got the doomers. You got the deniers. Okay, and then you've got. Um, well, the rest of us that are going to do something to fix it, Kurt. You know, did you know there's four types of climate deniers, Kurt? You, me, and anyway, a couple <laughs> not, more guys. Not I four guess. deniers, four types, Kurt. I you got know, the I'm shill. So you're a shill for the denier group, Kurt. You're just on their errand, you know. The drifter, I mean, you just don't even care. You're just ruining the environment without a care in the world the egomaniac and the ideological fool those are the four kind you see desperate climate deniers exposing or exposing climate deniers um anyway there you have it well i think the climate is changing kurt whenever we disobey god's laws he goes ahead and creates these crazy climate events, these cataclysmic events with an effort to help us think about and remember him, Kurt. He does that all the time. He's the ultimate weatherman. So they're right. The climate's changing. The more we disobey God, the more rowdy the climate's going to get. Hopefully we'll be smart enough to turn and remember, Kurt. So, okay, Doomer. Okay, climate deniers. Kurt. They don't want to talk about that, though, Sam. Um, you're not supposed to bring up climate and God. You don't put those things together. I mean, that's kind of like illegal. Um, you know, I mean, you can use the word, uh, you know, the term of deity in uh, swearing and all that kind of thing. But you're not supposed to bring up 
stories like from the Bible when they had, uh, you know, plagues and the people, you know, um, were godless and they didn't uh, do as they were told. They didn't keep the Ten Commandments and they had famines and things like that. I mean, because, well, you're just not supposed to do that, Sam. It's politically incorrect, right? I guess so. But, Kurt, I'm not denying climate change. I'm just telling you the cause of it. They say the cause is that you burped or that you live on the planet or that you exist or that you drive your car or whatever they want to say. I say it's because we're disobeying God's laws and he's using the weather. I mean, you go look at scripture. It tells you this. He's going to use the weather for our sake because he loves us to try to help us remember him to avoid greater catastrophe, Kurt. So I'm not denying climate change. I'm not a doomer. I'm not telling you it's the end of the world. And I'm not denying that it exists. I'm just telling you the way we can change and repent and avoid greater yep. catastrophe and solve the problem and understand the cause. And, man, I, what would I be called then? Well, you're a, uh, well, you can't be. You can't be included in the mix, Sam. If you if you bring up the whole God thing and the Ten Commandments and stuff like that, I mean, I like the new little phrase that, you know, you're not going to see it on a bumper sticker, but, um, you know, it should have a, the number two and then a B and then the word happy to be happy. And then it says the next line, keep the commandments. Hey, pretty simple, but you know, it's well, hey, Kurt, just, why don't we create a bumper sticker? It's not going to go very far, Sam. In fact, that would be kind of like the bumper stickers when you had the the Ron Paul stickers. They're going to say, oh, got to get rid of that person. You got one you know? of those on your car. We better pull you over and just consider you a flat-out terrorist for driving down the road with one of them That's on right. your car there. Good point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. See, this is what I'm talking about. Folks, we have got to start to stand up in this culture war. We're getting absolutely crushed. But we don't have to, Kurt. Right? Mm hmm Good point. We don't have to. All right, so I'm going to put to be happy, and then what would it be? Comma, keep the commandments, or dash, or what? Yeah, whatever you want. I mean, you could you could put a star. You could put, you know, I mean, something that just highlights it, but I, I don't think it's going to get picked up point, by right? NBC or CNN, you know I mean? Because isn't that what everybody really wants? They want happiness, right? Well, some do, Kurt. Some I mean, don't like being happy. They just want to absolutely destroy. Like Satan well, doesn't want to true. be happy, and those who follow him, they're not interested in happiness, really. Well, I mean, but the ones who are, you know, they, they're after lots of money and stuff, isn't that their, I mean, root thing where they say, man, I want the money so I can, you know, so-called have a good time, right? Maybe we got to change it instead of saying to be happy. We got to say something like, if you, for a good time, keep the Ten Commandments, you know, something like that. I mean, you know, uh, but it's probably not going to be scrawled on the bathroom wall like, you know, most of them, you know. That I got the to be happy, you know? keep the commandments, because I really think that, you know, that highlights, you know, to have joy, keep the commandments, right? Well, and, you know, and I've thought about it a long time, but, you know, I mean, imagine if you had a group that was called Make America Great Again, Keep the Commandments. You know, I mean, you could you could put that together, uh, you know, or In God We Trust, Make America Great Again, Keep the Commandments. I mean, they, they kind of go together, don't they, Sam? I mean, and, and it's, 
you know, not only America, it's the world, right? Yes, but that's only if you really want <laughs> the truth, Kurt. I mean, how Great am I going to walk around and deny? Here's what I find funny. You and I might be considered climate deniers because we don't agree with their whole scientific narrative that doesn't follow science. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, they deny everything else, Kurt. Good point. It's kind of interesting. All right, when we come back, I want to talk about alcohol. Yeah, man. Go ahead and take a big old swig of water during the break and come back and talk about alcohol, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Kirk Crosby, Sam Bushman, always talking about hard-hitting issues that relate to you and your life, combined with incredible solutions, right? Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Biden travels today on a four-day trip that will test his ability to navigate the continent's worst crisis since World War II. He'll meet with key allies in Brussels and Warsaw this week. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan. He will work with allies on longer-term adjustments to NATO force posture on the eastern flank. He will announce joint action on enhancing European energy security and reducing Europe's dependence on Russian gas at long last. A tornado hit New Orleans and nearby suburbs Tuesday, destroying some homes and knocking out power to roughly 16,000 homes. At least one person was killed in Arabi, Louisiana. Local officials say several others were injured, and the tornado caused widespread damage in St. Bernard's Parish. It was on this day in 1983, Barney Clark dies 112 days after becoming the world's first recipient of a permanent artificial heart. USA Radio News. This view was worth a hike. Right? And it's a good way to stay on top of my health. Yes. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. Have you screened for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. It's more treatable when caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and it's used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive results should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay zero dollars. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit Cologuard.com. I'm in. The woman accused of fatally shoving an 87-year-old New York City voice coach, Barbara Goostern, to the ground, causing her death several days later, has turned herself into police. 26-year-old Lauren Pazienza will face first-degree manslaughter and second-degree assault charges. America's economy is struggling with inflation, and no one is exempt. Americans are getting increasingly concerned about rising costs for goods like gas and food. Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell accuses Democrats of not addressing inflation. Unfortunately, Washington Democrats' response to these hardships has been as misguided as the war on American energy and runaway spending that helped 
create them. The Biden administration says Russia's invasion of Ukraine caused the latest spike in oil prices and has called on Congress to pass the president's Build Back Better Act. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. Thanks for listening. It is well appreciated. We are USA Radio News. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. There's so much to focus on, it's just hard to even direct yourself in the the realm of what matters the most, ladies and gentlemen. But I did want to focus on this a little bit. Um, The number of Americans who died due to alcohol-related causes skyrocketed. In the first year of the COVID-19 pandemic, new study articulates alcohol-related deaths literally rose 25% on average from 2019 to 2020. That number is shockingly huge. Um, They say this study, it's a March 18th study conducted by researchers at the National Institute on Alcohol abuse and alcoholism and published in the journal of the america the american medical association they say deaths involving alcohol um relate to hidden tolls of the pandemic which i don't think that's true i don't think it's hidden at all we told you that drug use and alcohol use and everything else was skyrocketing right at the start don't pretend it's um you know in the dark or hidden tolls that isn't true we highlighted it from the very start Ladies and gentlemen, they say increased drinking to deal with pandemic-related stressors. See, I don't know that I believe that either. I think it's increased panic due to government locking you out of your job, locking you out of life, locking you out of the relationships that keep you safe and stable. And, you know, humans are social creatures. They need love and touch, and you deny them all these things. And are you shocked when people try to self-medicate, ladies and gentlemen? I don't mean to be offensive, but if these people think this is like um, unknown reality, they're on crack. They're crazy. Okay, they say part of the problem is shifting alcohol policies. Again, that's government. And disruptive access to treatment. See, so now you can't get treated. You're Okay. They say they're all possible contributing factors to this. The results of the studies are interesting, Kurt. Let's have you respond on that, and then I'll tell you the next interesting tidbit in this piece, Kurt. So now they're admitting that alcohol use is literally killing way more, 25% more people than normal. And I submit that it's all government policies. It's not just COVID. It's our response to COVID that government's taken that's the problem, Kurt. Well, and it's, I mean, you you add that to what we've heard of these reports about how um rough the you know the actual uh, treatment is if you will um you know or the the um, policies that have made it so that you know so many individuals couldn't even get treated with the right things you know like the ivermectins and the hydroxychloroquine i was um uh, you know uh, at the honey stand uh, yesterday and one individual that's uh what I call a returning victim, you know, in other words, somebody that's been buying honey from us for a long time, 
came up and basically said, hey, um, you know, the individual they know uh, that works as a nurse used to work for this one doctor, and the doctor, um, you know, out of Arizona had studied up what was going on with this, you know, vaccine stuff, and he's like, man, I'm, I'm out. Um, you guys can find yourself whatever job you want, but I'm not going to be part of this thing. And uh, uh, apparently, um, you know, he he studied it up and just felt like, hey, man, a lot of people were going to die. And uh, not only are you seeing them die, like you say, with this, uh, you know, increased alcohol usage, et cetera, or all these other things that happen when people get, uh, you know, they can't, live their normal life uh, and they get um, discouraged and upset and all these other things and uh, you know they have the increased suicides and things like that you know uh, but you know besides that you get all the uh, havoc done by the uh, so-called do-gooders that are going to protect us all by giving us all these vaccines uh, you know and and it goes right along with those couple of headlines with uh, Obama saying he's just so glad yeah, before we get to Obama to... let's finish this story really quick though so they say yeah, whether okay. alcohol related deaths will reduce as the pandemic wanes and whether policy changes could help reduce such deaths warrants consideration the researchers concluded see they can't end any article without somehow the government being involved again. Remember, it's all the policies that are part of the problem here. Now they want policies to fix the problem they've created. But listen to this interesting tidbit way down in the story. You know how you and I have been saying that birth, birth, I mean, sorry, death certificates have been tampered with over the COVID. They've lied about how many people are, you know, killed from the COVID and everything else, right? Now listen, here's what they say. Not only are alcohol deaths increased 25%, but it may be more. Why? Because of this. The results of the study may be impacted by inaccurate death certificates, which they said frequently underreport the involvement of alcohol. So now even the alcohol people are saying, hey, they've been messing with birth certificates. Everybody claimed dying of COVID, but a lot of these aren't COVID, they're alcohol. And if you die because of an alcohol poisoning, but yet you had COVID, well, it's a COVID death, don't you know? See? Um, you didn't die from COVID. You just happened to have COVID, but they lie and say you died from COVID. Now even the alcohol researchers are basically saying, hey, um, there's death certificate manipulation going on here to where it's impacting our study. It, uh, this might this 25% increase might be under-reported. Frequently well, and you're, the you're right on target. Think about that. And you're right on target, Sam, because, you know, I remember when we first learned that uh, these uh, doctors and um, hospitals were being basically paid um, to uh, document that they had these COVID patients, you know. Uh, I mean, if they could really get them on a ventilator, man, they were really cleaning up like 39 grand, you know. 13 grand uh, for, and we've had, I mean, I personally have had individuals that come to me and say, hey man, uh, my so-and-so grandma died or whatever, and they told her, uh, they told them that, hey man, if you say that they, you know, list on there that they died of COVID, it'll pay for the whole funeral. Uh, it'll pay for the, you know, their treatment or whatever. And you're just like, 
Man, when have we ever seen this before, Sam? I don't know. It's very strange. Anyway, I bring that all up because we've been telling you these things, and now, for other reasons, these alcohol studies, um, back into the same conclusion we came to. They have their reason for focusing on it. We have our reasons. We're telling you that it's fraudulent COVID deaths. They're telling you that it's underreported alcohol deaths. But yet the same conclusion is drawn by their research, Kurt, and our research to the facts. It's very interesting indeed. All right, Barack Obama. But it sure is good real quick. uh, But it sure is good that uh, during Corona, you shut down the churches, but you could keep the state liquor stores open. I mean, you know, you got to have certain things. You got priorities, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good point. You should know that. I mean, not only that, if people didn't have their alcohol, they might melt down. They might actually die. Wait a minute. They're dying because they're getting alcohol. Yeah, just drive through uh, there and. You know, you don't even got to talk to anybody or anything because, man, you got to social distance. So just get drunk and social distance. And then when you, like, overdo it because you're depressed and die, then everybody's kind of wondering, well, what? why the heck would that happen? Well, it's obvious, Great folks. Point. People mm-hmm. need love from God and from one another. Kurt. And when they Wickedness have that, they become never stable. never was happiness. Hmm. They become stable, moral, you know, responsible human beings and do really well. When you take away all the natural dependencies of humans, which is God and love and you know, communication and respect and touch and all these different things that humans need, then things just run off the rails. And all these folks that are following the science don't even know this, Kurt, but I can tell you this. All right, Hillary yeah, Clinton Yeah, you could save Obama, the government Kurt. big money. Well, yeah, a um, couple of my favorite individuals. Uh, headlines, um, Barack Obama reveals testing positive for COVID-19, grateful to be vaccinated and boosted. Uh, then uh, fully vaccinated Hillary Clinton tests positive for COVID. I'm more grateful than ever for the protection vaccines can provide against serious illness, she says. Um, I mean, a couple of our, you know, our most... Well, our most precious individuals, huh, Sam? Hillary yeah. and Brock. I mean, it's just insanity what we're doing, Kurt. But this is the culture war, though, that we're talking about. Well, and you it know, goes... Are you allowed the... to just really tell you, hey, if Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton both were fully vaccinated and they're like, hey, positive for the COVID, anybody in their right mind would go, Oh, well, maybe it doesn't work, Kurt. But no, they're just like, oh, man, I'm so glad I'm vaccinated. Man, they just you know, it double would be way down. bad without the vaccinated, right? That's right. They just double down, and the uh, Western Journal kind of backs that up with the headline, Jill Biden invites congressional spouses to the White House, sets nasty rules for the unvaxxed. So, you know, it just goes on and on and on. Amen to that. Ron DeSantis in the news. We'll tell you about it in seconds on your radio. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. This is a battle, a battle between truth and deceit, a battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media 
that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems, at all times and in all places, is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Promoting God, family, and country. You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Radio. All right, back with you live, ladies and gentlemen. Sam Bushman, Kurt Crosby on your radio. Man, there's so much to cover. So little time, but we're getting to what we believe are some of the most important studies. Important reality. All right. Fully vaxxed Hillary Clinton, test positive. Fully vaxxed Barack Obama, test positive. Everybody in their right mind can go, hey, man. All these people that are vaxxed are testing positive. It's just not working. The jab doesn't work, and the side effects are unknown. Anybody in their right mind would come, but you, you speak out like that, and man, you know, you're kind of the enemy. Well, DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, saying something just as truthful, just as obvious, Kurt. Well, it's exactly right, Sam, and they see uh, World Net Daily Boys with their Brave New Schools section. Uh, DeSantis proclaims female swimmer as, quote, real winner in race won by trans athlete. Uh, quote, we need to stop allowing or, uh, or organizations like the NCAA to perpetuate frauds. So um, Ron DeSantis, once again, stepping out there saying, well, he's calling an ace an ace, calling a spade a spade. You know what I mean? Yeah, is he allowed to do that, Kurt? Well, not by some people, but he is by me. Uh, you know, we've got these uh, Trump DeSantis flags uh, available now, Sam. They're pretty, pretty popular, if you will. Are you allowed to have those? Well, not by some people's uh, viewpoints, you know what I mean? Those wouldn't be allowed, but uh, we do have them available. Um, Trump DeSantis flags for 2024, you know? There you have it. Female declared winner. <clears throat> and I agree. The problem is, look, what about the follow the science narrative, Kurt, on this female swimmer deal? <laughs> I mean, where, are they going to well, follow the science here? See, somebody needs to point. ask Fauci, hey, is this male a female or is this, you know, whatever? 
because literally a, a senator, I think from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, I think it was or whatever, asked this new Supreme Court justice or whatever, hey, can mm. you define the word woman? And uh, uh-huh. the Supreme Court justice being vetted right now, she's not a Supreme Court justice yet, but the candidate or whatever you want to say, Barack Obama's pick. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, you Joe Biden's Biden. pick. Yeah. Obama. Joe Biden's pick. Joe Biden, okay. I guess is what yeah, you call it. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, she basically said, I cannot define the word woman. And then she went wow. on to say, because, Kurt, you got to discuss the context first. Well, you know, those guys are so smart, they don't even know what up is and down is, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you got a Supreme Court justice, Kurt, that cannot define the word woman, you know, how would you define the word woman, Kurt? That's right. According to uh, National Review, the headline, Judge Jackson refuses to define woman during confirmation hearing. She says, I'm not a biologist. Oh, well, she's one smart lady in New York Post. Judge Jackson declines to define woman, says she's not a biologist. Um, Washington Examiner Jackson says she cannot define woman at confirmation hearing. Well, she's definitely court material, Sam. I mean, it sounds to me like she'd definitely be on there. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. Judge Jackson refuses to define woman. Kurt, can you define woman? Yeah. Um, Go ahead. Adam is a man. Eve is a woman. It's been the same way ever since. That's just how that works. Amen to that reality check. Look it up. It's Genesis. I would define woman as one of two genders defined by God, confirmed by science. The female as opposite of the male, the two can procreate and continue the race. Female as in mother, female as in woman, female as in binary with male. Male and female created he them. That's the definition that I might provide, Kurt. But see, the Supreme Court justice can't get that done. You want to know why? Sure. What if she does that? What if she comes on record and says anything, Kurt? Mm-hmm. She will have yeah, to either, one, show point. herself not able to define it, mm-hmm. not following the science, or if she does define it and tells the truth, right? Mm-hmm. And this is the problem that we're having, in my opinion, in our society today in the culture war. In my opinion, look. They're probably going to let this justice go through eventually. They're going to give her a hard time because that's what political theater does. But at the end of the day, she's probably going to get confirmed, right, Kurt? Well, I'm hoping that, um, you know, cooler heads will prevail. And, um, you know, you got uh, the Senate that has to confirm her. Um, You know, there's, I guess you could call them an equal amount of Republicans and Democrats in there. And uh, then they've got, you know, if they really ended up 50 to 50, then they got Kamala that could do the uh, honors of um, putting her over the top. But I think the uh, Joe Manchin guy from West Virginia may look at it and say, hey, man, if this lady can't even tell you what a woman is, uh, she's not somebody I'm going to vote for to put on the court. So I think they're 
you know, I mean, it's possible even Mitt Romney would say, well, if she can't tell me what a woman is, I, I don't think we can put her on there. You know, I mean, he might even be that smart. I pray the answer is that's right. Time will tell. All right, Wars and Rumors Awards, Kurt. Well, yeah, Sam, um, you know, shockingly, um, there's some Wars and Rumors Awards. Uh, you know, this is the headline or the section of uh, World Net Daily, and the headline or the story says, Russia has a $140 billion stockpile of gold, but no one wants to buy it. Well, I think there's some people that would want to buy it. Uh, Subheadline: This is why they bought their gold. It was a sit- was for a situation just like this. So apparently, they got um, you know these big stockpiles of gold. Sam, according to Business Insider, they say like the price of crude oil, gold prices have been on a wild ride since Russia began its invasion of Ukraine. I guess they got 2,300 tons of gold. They say it's worth nearly 140 billion. Not like that valuable paper money. I mean, you know, uh, it's worth trillions, of course. They say the huge reserves of the precious metal were built up over the past decade and a half. They were tended to be a sort of economic insurance policy for the country. Well, Sam, um, I mean, uh, Joe Biden can offer you some Federal Reserve notes, and if Putin's offering uh, gold... Maybe somebody will take him up on that. Yeah, and, they got to just buy all that paper from the U.S. instead of the gold. Come on now, folks. Come in. Get, get in your right mind here now. It's like, are I mean, you kidding me right insane, now? It is yeah. so obvious. Now, folks, we're not backing the Russians. We're no. just telling you that everybody knows the truth. It's kind of like a male's a male and a female's a female. Everybody knows it. Everybody yeah. just, they won't admit it, though. I mean, ask the Supreme Court Justice candidate. She won't even admit it, but she knows. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now Russia has gold. They've been collecting it for decades because they know and we know where real value is. Right mm-hmm. now, Jill Biden's in trouble, I guess, Kurt, right? Well, Jill's got this uh, little soiree, they call it, Sam. And uh, that's, man, if you can spell soiree, uh, it's um, S-O-I-R-E-E. So it's probably some French fancy word for get-together, that she's inviting folks over for. um, They call them, you know, all the congressional spouses, you know. Um, Now, I don't know if that means if the woman is the congresswoman and then the husband goes. I mean, it's just kind of confusing to me, but she's inviting them over. And, uh, you know, basically, here's what the invite says. Um... Well, um, fully vaccinated guests are not required to wear a mask on the White House grounds. Guests who are not fully vaccinated must wear a mask at all times, including abstaining from eating and drinking and maintain at least six feet distance while from others while on the White House grounds. Uh, one lady says, man, this really sounds exciting. Uh, it was wonderful that Jill Biden was kind enough to invite me. Um, I just have to take a COVID test. And as an unvaccinated person, and as she puts with natural immunity, I won't be allowed to eat, drink, or talk to anyone. Should be a blast. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the kind of psychosis that we're going through. But yet Bill and Hil- or Hillary and Barack Obama can't even go because they got the COVID. Thank heavens Bill doesn't have it. See? But the other guys are so glad they're vaccinated because they can pretty much do whatever they want to. But the rest of us are locked down, ladies and gentlemen. This is the culture war of dishonesty we're fighting 
uh, ladies and gentlemen. But a reporter uh, probably won't be driving his uh, electric car to the event anytime soon. Kurt, I guess he's stuck in, uh, what, charge land? Well, uh, yeah, Sam, uh, this is some uh, Tesla uh, driver and uh, was trying to uh, basically... uh, well, um, show why electric cars won't quickly solve the whole gas issue. Now, um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you've ridden in too many Teslas lately, but uh, I haven't. You know, but I do know I got a story for you. So finish this. I got a quick story yeah, before the end of the hour. If in this case, uh, well, bottom line is um, this guy, um, you know, says, "Hey, you know, it's kind of tough if you don't find a place to plug in and." Uh, you know, with the Tesla, you're going to need that. So, you know, it's not really going to fix the world. Well, he's exactly right, because we had a friend come visit us from California the other day, Kurt. Mm-hmm. And um, they uh, met with us, and it was great. And then they went and met with some people in Park City, Utah. And then they were supposed to come and meet with us again for an appointment. Well, they missed their appointment. We tried to get a hold of them. And anyway, long story short, we get a hold of them a couple of hours later. And they're like, hey, I didn't realize but i needed a charge and there's no place to charge my deal and i've been stuck here trying to get my car charged and i finally 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 found a place that i could plug in but it's going to be a few hours before i can even you know come your way well the bottom line is the person missed the whole event kurt they just missed it because there's just not the charging stations to sustain this kind of an idea and this is where the environmentalists are just whacked as all get out they think tomorrow you can just embrace all this environmental wackoism and it's going to somehow work well, Kurt, if you don't, if your electric car doesn't charge, then ride your bike. Well, imagine trying to ride your bike from you know Park City to Salt Lake City so you can make an appointment. You know, well, that's a bike this one guy because she was in her electric vehicle. Yeah, this one guy pulled up. Uh, you know, Good Samaritan pulled up with a Honda generator and a gas can, and uh, then that kind of fueled him up. You know what I mean? So well, there that's you go. what those uh, guys need. You know, little gas. Well, and I've been doing a lot of research, too, and and experiments about electric power and how to generate power with solar generators and, you know, solar panels and wind turbines and all these different things. I've been doing a lot of research on this stuff, folks. It is harder than you think. Transitionally, we have devices that guzzle power and guzzle gas, and you can't get off that. It's just not sustainable to do so. Now, maybe in the long term, over time, we might get there, but it's going to be a long road. I'll tell you how to speed it up, though. You ready, Kurt? Yep. Get the government out of it. Amen. All right. Thanks for being alongside for the ride, ladies and gentlemen. For Sam and Kurt, we declare this nation shall endure. We the people, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will indeed restore our grand old republic, but you got to get involved. Make it a great day and choose the right. LibertyRoundTable.com. LocalHoneyMan.com, LovingLiberty.net, God Save the Republic.